there. <clears throat> this is Mimi with a sore voice like normal, or hoarse voice. Um, I want to tell you what the word sanctification means. And I don't know if it's really in the Bible. I have to look it up. Yes, it is. It is in the Bible. I'm really tired this morning. I just took a long trip. And it was a good trip. And I got to see, got to take my parents to see some of you little ones. And that was a lot of fun. And hopefully I'll get to see some more of you little ones, my other grandkids soon. But that was a blessing for my parents, Gigi and Papa, to meet uh, the other grandkids, great-grandkids of theirs. So that was fun. But sanctification is a big word, isn't it? And that means to make us more like Jesus or to become more like Jesus. And that's something that's a long time coming. But I was just thinking about that this morning. And I'm going to read my Bible now, but I wanted to say hello and say that I see sometimes things that I couldn't see before and things that I pieces of things that I'll see later but I'm really thankful that um, I got to take this trip with my parents to see their great-grandchildren some of their great-grandchildren and we got home at two and almost two in the morning no we got home between one and two and then we didn't get in bed till two o'clock in the morning where we are far from you wherever you are right now (laughs) and um so Mimi's really tired but I'm going to start doing some more podcasts and I might start with some stories again we'll see love you something else that happened on this trip that I got to take Gigi and Papa on or go with them we got to go see some of their great grandbabies some of my grandbabies And something else that happened was a lot of people needed to help us because Papa doesn't walk very well anymore. He can't walk very far. So he had to have a wheelchair to push him through some of these big airports. And some of the people were really nice and some of them were okay. And some of them weren't the nicest, but there was one gentleman who was really nice and he grew up in Jamaica. But now he lives here in the United States. And he said he was talking and just friendly and helpful and Helped us get through security and pushed Papa everywhere in the wheelchair and everything. And then when we were done, he was chatting with us when he got us to where we needed to be. And he said, he said, Papa's name is Mr. Boys, you know, that's his last name, Boys. And so he said, Mr. Boys, he said, I think you deserve an up and uh, what did he say? An upgrade or a raise? I forget how he said it. He said, but you deserve a change now. You've earned your name. You're not Mr. Boys anymore. Now you're Mr. Man. (laughs) And I thought that was nice. And that was just a nice gentleman, very helpful and kind. And he talked about how kids are a blessing, which you guys are, aren't you? And he talked about, um, what else did he say? He just, that was just sweet how he said that about calling Papa Mr. Man now. (laughs) Hi there, everyone. Hi, grandkids and other kids. Mimi's back to her own house and trying to find what's where and what's been rotting in the fridge. Things like that. Refilling the paper towels. Little things that Pop-Pops is too busy to do. And 
Some people don't know how Mimi wants things done, but that's okay. I'm so thankful to be home. Thankful for my home. I'm thankful if you have a home for your home. And let's pray for people that don't, right? A lot of people don't have houses, or maybe they don't have a safe place, a safe house. If it is a house, it might not be very big or very nice or very safe. So let's pray for those people, okay? Love you. Jesus loves you most of all. Do you, children, does everyone listening know what to morph means? Morph is a funny word. It means to change. Well, this episode is changing or morphing into an episode about homes. And I was reading in my Bible this morning, just now, and I was reading in the book of Matthew, chapter 7. And it's talking about the two foundations. That's a subtitle above Matthew seven twenty four. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, and the winds blew and pounded that house. Yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew, and pounded that house, and it collapsed. It collapsed with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, because he was teaching them like one who had authority and not like their scribes. Do you know what authority means? I should give you the dictionary definition, but I didn't look it up or write it down yet. But it means they have the reason to be in charge. They have the gift of being in charge. They have the, um, they're the boss. Yeah, they're like the boss or however you might see um, someone that's in charge. Maybe um, the pastor of a church or maybe the daddy at a house or maybe the owner of the store. They have the authority to do things and say things that have power behind them. And Jesus had authority when he taught um, because he made the world, didn't he? He was in charge. He is in charge. He still is. But back to the home part, the house part, it's talking in verse 24 about the wise man building his house on the rock. And the house is supposed to be like our, not just our physical house or the house we can touch and live in, but our life, our lives. And the rock is representing or showing us that Jesus is the rock or the foundation. Do you know what a foundation is? That's what the hard, solid part underneath your house or underneath the bank or the church building or whatever. It's the part that it stands on. And we, as a house, we're being the house, we're supposed to stand on Jesus. We're supposed to trust in Jesus and put our lives on him and in him so that we don't fall down. And then it says the rain fell, verse 25, the rivers rose and the winds blew and pounded that house, yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock. Reminds me a little bit of the three little pigs, doesn't it? They built out of different materials, uh, straw, sticks, and brick. doesn't really talk about their foundation, but the material is a similar analogy or a story to help us remember that our house needs to be firm. You've been to the beach, some of you. If you've been to the beach and you stand on the sand and the waves come in, um, 
it says the winds blew and pounded that house. It collapsed. It doesn't say the waves came in, but it says the rain fell. Verse 27, the rivers rose. The winds blew the winds blew, and pounded that house and it collapsed. Well, if your house is on the sand, whether it's beside a river or beside a lake or beside the ocean, if it's your house is on the sand, when the river rises or the ocean rises, the winds blow and the and the and pound, then it will collapse on it. Remember how it feels when the water comes up and the waves and then the water goes away and it feels like you're going to fall because your foundation, your sand, what you're standing on is going away. It's not stable and safe, is it? Well, God's telling us here in his word, Jesus is saying, and God is telling us that we need to stand on the rock that's Jesus, don't we? Yeah, we really do. Well, that made me think about how I was coming home and home is comfortable and home is safe and home is secure. And the real home, the real rock we have to build our home on is Jesus. That's the Lord God and Jesus Christ, isn't it? So, and that reminds us too of the song about the wise man. So I'm going to um, find someone to sing that for you better than Mimi does. Thanks for listening. We'll continue here in a moment. I looked up some poems about homes on the internet and it took me a while to find some that I liked, but there's so many poems. Poetry is a fun thing. And I hope that whether you're one of my grandkids or you're not a kid or someone other child that I don't know, I hope you enjoy these poems and talking about homes. Home is a special thing. This one is called My Home. This is the place that I love the best, a little brown house like a ground bird's nest, hid among grasses and vines and trees, summer retreat of the birds and the bees. The tenderest light that ever was seen Sifts through the vine-made window screen, sifts and quivers and flits and falls on homemade carpets and gray-hung walls. All through June, the west wind free, the breath of clover brings to me. All through the languid July day, I catch the scent of new-mown hay. The morning glories and scarlet vine over the doorway twist and twine. Every day when the house is still, the hummingbird comes to the window sill. In the cunningest chamber under the sun, I sink to sleep when the day is done. I am waked at morn in my snow-white bed by a singing bird on the roof or head. Better than treasures brought from Rome are the living pictures I see at home. My aged father with frosted hair and mother's face like a painting rare. Far from the city's dust and heat, I get but sounds and odors sweet. Who can wonder I love to stay Week after week, here hidden away, in this sly nook that I love best, the best, this little brown house like a ground bird's nest. That's written by Ella Wheeler Wilcox, and I think that's a very lovely poem called My Home. The next nice poem I found about homes is called Down Home, and it's written by Lucy Maud Montgomery, some of you might know what she wrote, and unless I'm mistaken, she wrote Anne of Green Gables. I didn't look it up, but that's what comes to my mind. And those are some lovely books, Anne of Green Gables and the whole series. You should read or listen to those if you're not reading quite yet. Or if you're traveling, it's fun to listen to books, isn't it? This poem is called Down Home. Down home tonight, the moonshine falls, 
across a hill with daisies pied, the pear tree by the garden gate beckons with white arms like a bride, a savor as of trampled fern along the whispering meadow stirs, and beacon of immortal love, a light is shining through the firs. To my old gable window creeps the night wind with a sigh and song, and weaving ancient sorceries, there too the gleeful moonbeams throng. Beside the open kitchen door, my mother stands all lovingly, and o'er the pathways of the dark, she sends a yearning thought to me. It seeks and finds my answering heart, which shall no more be peace-possessed, until I reach her empty arms and lay my head upon her breast. Written by Lucy Maud Montgomery. That was called Down Home. Do you know what the word anonymous means? That means without a name. Or we don't know who wrote the poem. So this is a poem called A Prayer for a Little Home. And it is by anonymous. means we don't know. <clears throat> a Prayer for a Little Home. God send us a little home to come back to when we roam. Low walls and fluted tiles. Wide windows of you for miles. Red firelight and deep chairs. Small white beds upstairs. Great talk in little nooks. Dim colors, rows of books. One picture on each wall, not many things at all. God send us a little ground, tall trees standing round. Homely flowers in brown sod, overhead thy stars, O God. God bless when winds blow, our home and all we know. That was called A Prayer for a Little Home. The Home I Love by Kay Hoffman. Some homes are quiet, polished, neat. But one I know is far more sweet, where tiny smudges on the wall tell of fingers dear and small, where toys are sometimes strewn about and doors are banging in and out, where little children play and sing and laughter is often heard to ring. The Home I Love is filled with noise of happy little girls and boys. Kay Hoffman, The Home I Love. That sounds like some houses I know. This might be the last poem about homes, but I've been finding some really fun poems. I really like them. A House, A Home by Lorraine M. Holly, or Holly, I don't know. What is a house? It's brick and stone and wood that's hard, some window glass and perhaps a yard. It's eaves and chimneys and tile floors and stucco and roof and lots of doors. What is a home? It's loving and family and doing for others. It's brothers and sisters and fathers and mothers. It's unselfish acts and kindly sharing and knowing your loved ones, you're always caring. By Lorraine M. Halley, we'll say. A house, a home. That's a cute one, isn't it? Very nice. So Mimi's going to finish up this episode for now, but I think I would like to add to it. I was looking for some of you or maybe some of my family members to send me stories about stories or thoughts or favorite things about homes. So if you can do that, that would be great. I will put in the title of this episode my email, and I suppose it's somewhere else as well, but I'm not really organized with technology, so you'll have to forgive me. Just enjoy the content for your kids or for you. But my email is m 
barn6 at gmail.com. And you can send me your favorite um, thoughts or stories or things you want to share about what makes a home special or what home means to you. And I will put some on here. That'll be fun. Have a good day.